The ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, comforts, and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian is a pastor with the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, and currently pastors the megachurch Tikrum Cathedral. His weekly Sunday services, conventions, conferences, and Monday 11th hour prayers are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now here's the Bishop Eddie Fabian. The Bible said we give honor to whom honor is due. I want us to rise to our feet with a shout offering and a clap offering, a shout of praise. Shall we welcome Bishop Eddie Fabian? Hallelujah. Wow. Bishop Wow. I can feel the fire that is in this place. Amen. Well, I'm happy to be here. And, um, I didn't come alone. I came with my beautiful wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we've been married for 26 years. <laughs> has blessed us with two lovely daughters. Yeah. Hallelujah. First one completed the university last year. She's doing her national service currently. And then the second one is in cis form, just getting ready to get into the university. But it's been a beautiful journey, and uh, I want my wife to say hello, and then... <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank God that I'm here to fellowship with you. You are such a wonderful congregation, and I believe that God is going to do something special. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will take control, 
and we are all going to be blessed. Amen. Please show some love to this. You can do it better. You can do it better. Hallelujah. Wow. I feel so blessed and honored to be here. Um, I came with some brethren from Kumasi. Can you give us a wave if you're here? Okay. Uh, I was here a couple of years ago, and um, I was promoted to a higher place, so. <laughs> I am now in charge of the whole of the Ashanti region. So, we bless God for what he's doing, but I want to say a big thank you to the angel of the house, Pastor Stephen. Amen. For inviting me. I feel very special. I feel very honored to be here with you. And I believe that these two nights are going to be blessed times in God's presence. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm so excited. I believe... And I can feel it that something great is about to happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I look at the array of ministers <laughs> that are about to minister to us this whole week, I know that your life will not be the same again. Yeah. Your life cannot be the same again. You're going to live here a changed person. You're going to live here a blessed person. You're going to live here an anointed person. And you're going to live here a chosen vessel that God is going to use in the name of Jesus. So, Pastor Stephen, thank you very much for inviting me. Very, very happy to be here. Amen. And we bless God. Well, if you're ready with me, just lift up your hands to the Lord and ask God to touch you tonight. This first night, I believe God has something good for us. Just lift up your voice wherever you are. Ask God to speak to you. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for a touch of God. God's hand in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Much less love and beauty and less worth. Oh, nothing in this world could satisfy. Oh, Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Oh, you're
presence, oh God, makes all the difference. Lord, if your presence is not going with us, then we are not going. We need your presence, Lord. May your presence abide with us tonight. For Lord, in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Tonight, Lord, as your people gather, may we experience a touch of your presence, Lord. A touch of heaven. May no one leave here the same. Let a sick be healed. Let a confused receive direction. Let a fearful become bold again. And let the one that is discouraged be encouraged one more time. I yield myself to you, O oh God. Speak your word through me. That which your people need to hear tonight. Let the oil of your presence be upon me to speak that word. Thank you. Thank you for a move of your spirit in this place. And thank you for taking us to the next level of our walk with you. Thank you that this church would never be the same again. Yeah. Satan, we bind your works. We curse you. You have no place here. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lose your hold over anyone here. Father, thank you. That's your word is preached tonight. Your power will be present to heal and to deliver. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And somebody shouted amen. amen. Hallelujah. Oh, you can put your hands together and make some noise. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Amen. Well, I believe that we have a wonderful theme for this convention this year. Arise for the kingdom. And um, I believe that it's about time that the church arose. The Bible says that awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. There are many that are sleeping, and some are even dead. Somebody say, mercy. But I pray that after tonight, anyone that is asleep, may you be awakened from your sleep in the name of Jesus. And anyone that is dead spiritually, you are coming alive again. In Jesus' name. So tonight, um, just to take off, I'm sure the Lord will lead us. And we see how he'll take us. Amen. But turn with me to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. As we preach about the kingdom, whoever is on the screen should be with us so that Right. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says in Colossians 1 verse 13, it says that who has delivered us? 
Maybe we should start from verse 12 so that we can get the context of the protest. As Archbishop Duncan Williams would say, <laughs> giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Verse 13, it says that who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Some other versions will say from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So tonight, the first thing I want you to understand is that we have been translated. If you are here in the house of God, you have been translated from the kingdom of darkness. We used to be in a kingdom which was ruled by the devil. And the enemy had a filthy. I mean, he could do anything. The Bible says that we were walking under the dictates of the devil. And whatever he wanted us to do, we did it. I mean, many of you, you know the things you were doing. Smoking and drinking and fornicating and doing all sorts of things that you wouldn't want anybody to know about. But that's what it is. But the Bible says that we have been translated. When you come into Christ, you have been moved from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You are in a different kingdom altogether. Sometimes we forget that we have been translated and we stay in the state in which we were, thinking that we are still in the same kingdom of the enemy. But you have been translated into a new kingdom, which is the kingdom of God. A kingdom where God's influence and power reigns. A kingdom where God rules. And that's the desire of God that one day eventually, the Bible says in Revelation eleven fifteen, 15, it says that, that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. So that's the plan of God. And he has brought in people. Many people have been saved, received the word of God, and you have been brought in into the kingdom so that you can also bring in many more and eventually we take over the kingdom of darkness. Oh, I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody here. And take over so that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of this world, and the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our God. And it's Christ. I don't know what I'm preaching to somebody tonight. So you need to understand that the enemy is not happy about you because your presence around is creating problems. You see, but when you also don't rise up to do what you have to do, the enemy just is happy. Yeah. You know, Satan just has a lease on this earth for some time. His time will come. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His time will come. But you see, Jesus says something when he, he spoke to the disciples, the, the, the people that were listening to him. 
He, he told them of a parable about the kingdom. He says that it's like a man that is traveling and gave some money to some people. And he said to them, occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. Take charge till I come. Be in control till I come. Occupy. So it's like a man having a house and you have rented out the house to somebody. Now, usually there's an agreement that a person is going to be there for some time. Two years, three years, five years, whatever. Now, so long as the person is in that house, I mean, you cannot, so long as the agreement is in place, you cannot move the person out. But at least there is something you can do. You cannot move him out of the house. But you can prevent him from destroying things in the house. Which is what God has called us to do. That as believers, yes, we cannot root out the enemy from here. Because he has a lease. He has to be here. When Jesus cast out the demon from the madman, the demons said to him before, he said, have you come to cast us out before our time? But they knew that they had the time. They had the time to be around. So the enemy is going to be around whether you like it or not. But I came to tell you that God has given you power. God has given you authority. God has given you the grace to be able to ensure that Satan will not rule in your life. Tonight, I came to command somebody. I came to stir somebody up. May you arise. May you arise. May you arise and take over the kingdom. There are too many people relaxed watching as the enemy is fooling around. Because the church is not speaking. The church is not saying anything. And we allow the enemy. The Bible says that we are like damned dogs. When you read Isaiah. It said these are like damned dogs. I think Isaiah 56 or so. It said they are dogs that cannot bark. They like sleeping, loving to slumber. Eh? Can you find that scripture? It must be in Isaiah 56 or something. Verse 10, verse 9, 10. Yeah, look for it. Now, those of you on the computer, that is your work. Yeah. He said, his watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. I mean, if you have a dog in your house, and people come to the house, and the dog is just lying there, it's just wagging his tail and just watching. It's not a correct dog. A good dog, when anybody is coming, even before they get to the gates, they can hear... And they will run away. That is the kind of Christian you ought to be. One that is not a damn dog, but one that can bark. He said they, they are damp dogs. Put that scripture back there. They cannot bark and they sleep. He said they are sleepy. 
there are different postures. Number one, sleeping. Number two, lying down. And number three, loving to slumber. Ask your neighbor, which one are you? Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. And there are some people, they just like to sleep. I don't know. It doesn't matter the atmosphere, they will sleep. You sit in the Uber, then you sleep. <laughs> Anywhere. There are some people, they can be watching movie. They are watching the movie. I said, yeah. Now, it's the movie that is watching you. But the child of God cannot be sleeping. The child of God must know that we are in a battle. The enemy is not happy because he knows that you want to take over his kingdom. And so he's going to do anything to stop you. You cannot be sleeping. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. We cannot be blind. Ignorant of the things that the enemy is doing. Paul said, for we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. We are not. And we must not be. But a lot of Christians today are too ignorant. And that's why the Bible says that we should not be children who are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Anything at all is tossing you. But you must be somebody who is solid. That is what the kingdom is about. I mean, if you can get this first thing, I think that half of my work is done. Because I think a lot of people don't understand what is happening. Just watching. I remember many years ago, I used to live in a, an area. There was a lady there. She had a car. She just got a car. She went to drive through. There's a place in Accra called Obechebi Lamke Circle. Now, they have made it into a flyover. But I tell you, that place, those days, if you are not a good driver, don't venture. She got there. She dropped the car and she got to the place. And the way the cars were moving, shoo, 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 the lady stood there. She couldn't move. She was standing there. And she said, hey, make her no, 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 no. Who can no you? It is that you are standing, you can't move, and others are passing. That is why. And there are people like that. They are just standing there. can't even move can't even do anything. And the cars are, and things are happening around you. Oh, but it is changing from tonight. I am seeing a new generation of people. I'm seeing a new crop of people that are rising up in the spirits to take up their battle axe and they are rising up to fight for the kingdom. Oh, if you are the one, I want to hear you shout a big amen. Put your hands together. Give the Lord a Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is why Jesus took time to teach about the kingdom. Because a lot of people are ignorant of the kingdom. The fact that we are in a, a new kingdom and a better kingdom. Oh, yes, a better kingdom. The kingdom of God must be taught. It must be preached. We must preach about it. We must talk about it. 
And the more we talk about it, the more people become aware of it. And become aware of the things that are available for us. Oh yeah. You see, there are things that we must do for the kingdom. When you read the Bible, I think in Luke 17 or so, the Bible talks about the fact that we must not be observers in the kingdom. Luke 17, I, I think verse 20. He said, if you can put that scripture there. He said, the kingdom of God doesn't come by observation. I mean, there are some people who are just observers. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Are you an observer? Or you are a participant in the kingdom? Because it's not for people who have come to observe. It's not a football man. Some people join the church as if they have joined Accra House of Oak or Manchester United or, or Arsenal Football Club. The church is not a, a club that you have come to join and you are relaxed. No. The church is a movement. The church is a calling. The church is work that we must be involved in. You cannot just be observing. And there are some people watching. When some people say, well, you guys are doing a great job. Or some of you guys are doing a great job. You are called. Hey, my brother. Tell your neighbor, listen, stop joking. Stop being an observer. Hey. Tell him, be a participant. Oh, yeah. So Jesus preached about it. Bible says that he went to the cities, he went to the villages. He went to the towns and he preached about the kingdom. In Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 9, he was preaching everywhere. Bible says he was preaching, teaching, and healing. Yeah. He was preaching, teaching, and demonstrating the kingdom. Paul said, my words were not with enticing words of man's wisdom. No, but is it the demonstration of the power? Something else, not just, we are not here to just come and be watching. We are here to be part of it. Yeah. And that's something you need to understand. That the kingdom of God is something that we cannot just sit there and it will happen. It will not just happen. You must do something about it. The kingdom of God is meant for us to do something about it. When Jesus was preaching, you see throughout the scriptures, he's talking about how the kingdom is like. And all those things were meant to let us know how God expects us to relate towards the kingdom. Every kingdom has its rules and laws. When you travel, you go to a place like Switzerland, you cannot be walking around there without your passport in your pocket. They will, they will throw you back. There are people who have gone there, they thought that it was just, no. Every time your passport must be in your pocket. It's a rule. How come? You can say, I forgot. No. The rule is that you must have your passport in your pocket all the time. Yeah. When you go to their shops, there's nobody in the shop. Nobody is there. 
And the people go and they buy whatever they want to buy. They put their money down, take it, and they go. And, 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 <laughs> but, but I wonder whether... <laughs> I wonder whether something, I mean, I went, I, I was with one brother, he was going to buy some flowers in a, a shop. We, we just entered, there was nobody, I said, wait the person, there's nobody here. <laughs> so you put the money down and take what you want and go. But if you like. They will catch you, you, you will, you'll be shocked. Yeah. When you go to Belgium, you are expected to carry a certain amount of money in your pocket as you are in town. Yeah, I mean, if it was here, a lot of people, I mean, some of you, if we, if we throw you up and drop you, even one, one, one Ghana city, we are not going to get. But in that kingdom, in Belgium, I don't know whether they still do it. When they arrest you, you must be carrying a certain amount of money in your pocket. If they are not, away, away. <laughs> yeah. So throughout the scriptures, you see Jesus say, The kingdom of God is like this, the kingdom of God is like this, the kingdom of God is like that, so that we can understand what the kingdom of God is like. And there is a way we ought to behave when it comes to the kingdom. Oh, but I believe that things are changing. If our things have changed. One of the things Jesus said when it comes to the kingdom, in Matthew chapter 6, he said to the people, he said, why do you take thought for what you will eat or what you will drink? Why are you so worried about, I mean, today, everybody is thinking about what we are going to eat, what we are going to drink. And he said something about it. He said, it's an all ye of little faith. It's a sign that your faith is small. When every day is like, what, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What are, oh, so, Bishop, are you trying to say that we should not be thinking of That's not what I'm saying. I didn't say that. And I don't think God is saying that. Is there anybody? But Jesus said, your father knoweth that you have need of these things. He knows. He knows you need a shoe. He knows you need a car. He knows you need a house. He knows you need a wife. He knows you need all these things. But he knows also that when you seek these things first, the other things about the kingdom will never work. Which is the problem of the church today. There are many people in the church. It's all about give me, give me. Oh Lord, give me, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Give me. When you hear people's testimonies, I joined this church because when I came here, I got this, and I got that, and I got this, and I got that. It's nice, but I came to tell you that that's not the reason why you were brought into this church. He said, your father knoweth that you have need of these things. He said, but you. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. He said, and every other thing you are looking for, every other thing I'm telling you, every other thing, 
Is it money? Is it house? Is it a car? Is it a building? What is it that you are looking for? Every other thing shall be given to you. May you receive every other thing you need. By the grace of God, I have everything I need. I don't know. I have a beautiful wife. And it was because I was seeking the kingdom. Sometimes you find some people, their marriages are some way. And you ask, where did you find this one? You see that they cannot answer. Because where they found that lady is the result that we are seeing. But when you are on the kingdom journey, when you are on the kingdom road, when you are on the road of the kingdom, you will locate certain kingdom sisters. Are there some kingdom sisters in the house? Can you give the Lord a shout? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some. Give the nearest kingdom sister a high five and tell them, kingdom sister. Seek first. That word first is the word proton. Which means the first in rank, the first in order, the first in priority. The first in everything. Why? Because anything that is not put first usually is not correct. And a lot of sisters here, if a brother came and made you that, I would like to make you my second wife. I wonder how many sisters here will say, yeah, I like that. No sister here will love that. Now if you don't love that, why do you want God to be a second person? Your second choice. Yeah, making God your second choice. No. And many times, things that are not done first usually end up not being done. When you don't do it first, you may easily not do it. It's like having your quiet time. When you wake up in the morning, you dilly-dally, walk around, scratching your head, moving here, going to the toilet, coming back. Hey, sit down and read your Bible. Otherwise, it will never happen. Just discipline yourself. That's why we are called disciples. Disciples, it comes from the word discipline. Be disciplined and do what you've got to do. When you wake up, many years ago, we used to have NBNB. No Bible, no breakfast. But these days, I don't know. I don't know what it is. See people when they wake up, the first thing is bangkun. Yeah, yeah, think now. Go bear, go bear. Yeah. 
is why young people like you need this message. Because this is the time to seek the kingdom. Later, you see it to be very difficult. When so many things have come in, you have gone through disappointments and so many things. When they come and talk to you about the kingdom, you will say, you know what? We have seen all these things before. You can't come and tell us to any kingdom thing, what kingdom thing, what dumb what. But now that you have not gone through disappointments, yeah. when your heart has not been broken or shattered, yeah. it is called santribu. That's the Greek word, santribu. Broken hearted. You see that your heart is broken. All the love has gone out. You see, when I came, you were shouting and you were clapping. You see, the life is still young. You have not experienced things. This is a good time to seek the kingdom. This is a good time to rise for the kingdom. This is a good time to do things for the kingdom. I'm glad I found God at the time I found him. Because I'm sure if I didn't find him at that time, I don't know whether you'd be finding me here preaching. Or maybe by now I'll be. <laughs> I have some six girls. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. That is what I'll be doing. But I'm glad I found him early. And I'm glad you are here early to find him also. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. people have a lot of problems. We have a lot of passion which leads us into a lot of problems. But you see, that's the passion you also need for the kingdom. If, if, if you can just channel that passion from doing all those things. Some of you, you go on the internet, you watch pornography, you, you, you have passion. And the blood is flowing. You have an erection. You, you have an erection. Oh, you don't want me to preach there. Oh, you want me to preach. Guys, the erection that makes a certain drive. A lot of elderly people, they are just tired. But young energy. You have strength. John said, I speak to you young people because you are strong. God needs your strength. God needs your energy at this age. It says that look for the Lord in your, your youthful days before the evil days come. When you say that I don't have pleasure in these things. This is the time that you have energy. There's a time when I'm preaching, see me running around. Oh, these things. 
accident. When you go back home, there, there, it's not a simple issue. But you can see that the fire is still burning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The fire has been burning for many years and it has not stopped. It's still burning. And we don't intend that it will stop. We want the fire to be burning till we lie in our coffin. When we are in the coffin and we hit the top, we hit the side, we hit here, and we can see that now we are in the coffin, then we can lie down. But so long as there is bread, we cannot, we cannot be sleeping. We cannot be relaxed, my brother. My sister, you are too relaxed, though. That's how brothers can be touching you. And when they are touching your breast, you should slap them. A kingdom sister will slap the brother that tries to hold your breast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when you stay there, after some time, the strength to say no will not be there. You'll be looking at this. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So when the thing starts, then you slap. First reaction. That is the kingdom reaction. thing Jesus said, Matthew 11 verse 12, he said the kingdom of God, he said since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence they take it there are things in the kingdom to be taken and it will not just come, it must be taken by force. You think that, oh, Mr. Devil, Mr. Devil, please stop harassing me. No, no, no. You have to be wild. I said, you have to be wild. I remember many years ago when my second daughter was born. Steve, every night I come back, especially from a convention like this, then she'll be crying. It's as if some demons are waiting for me to arrive. Then as soon as I arrive, then they will pinch her and stop crying. You see her face red. One day I was lying down. You can't sleep. Stop crying. I said, this nonsense must stop. I went to the court and I lifted her from the court. Kaiko, Sambaka Turiaka, Ika Paka, Kadioka Tabriaka, Pediakosa, Teliaka Tadia Bodaga. I was like, I was mad. 
for 45 minutes. I didn't even realize that she had stopped crying and she was looking at me. It's like, where from this crazy guy? I said, uh-huh. From that day, she never cried again. You are sitting down thinking that things will just happen. No. By force. By force. By force. You have to take it. Take it. Take it. Paliko shakataria. Paniakasha. Take it by force. You will not just release it. Jesus gave a sister scripture to that scripture in Luke 16, 16. When he said, he said the kingdom is preached from the days. He said the law and the prophets were until John. And since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man presseth into it. Press. Press into it. There are things in the kingdom, it will not just happen. You must press into it. You must press into preaching the word of God. You must press into speaking in tongues. You must press into praying for miracles. You must press it. The Bible says that the woman with the issue of blood, when she came to where Jesus was, she heard that Jesus was passing. And when she got there, there were so many people there. The Bible says that she came in behind the press. <laughs> press. Somebody say press. Say press. Say I'm pressing. Say I will press. Say press. said, forgetting those things which are behind. I press. I press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of Christ Jesus. It will not happen. You have to press. Press your way into it. That woman would have been there bleeding because Jesus' agenda was not for that woman at all. He was on his way to Jairus' house to heal Jairus' daughter. <laughs> and, and funny, the woman has been suffering from the issue of blood for 12 years, and Jairus' daughter was 12 years old. Her problem started when that child was born. Oh, no. Sometimes, elderly people just watch. This one is for the young people. No. We are all making ourselves young. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you enjoy being old. Stay there. See young girls, then do front for mother. Young girl. And maybe that's why nobody is marrying you. My bishop. Too powerful. <laughs> oh, show some love. Show some love. I salute. 
only a young girl, but you have made yourself old. Kingdom of God is not for old people. Old manism cannot survive in the kingdom. No. The way the kingdom is, and the way everybody is pressing, everybody is pressing, they shake your neighbor and say, hey, 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 hey. expect that things will happen. What is it that you have seen in the kingdom that you like? Press your way into it. You like the evangelistic ministry? Press your way into it. You like the prophetic ministry? Press your way into it. You like the apostolic ministry? Press your way into it. It will not just happen. Press! Tell somebody I'll press. Tell the person, it, it looks like you have been relaxed for too long. That's why. doesn't just want you to be a taster in the kingdom. He wants you to be a partaker in the kingdom. Because when you start, the Bible says that all taste and see that the Lord is good. That, that's the beginning. We, we, we taste see that, wow, God is good. But it shouldn't stay there. Many of you have remained tasteless for too long. It's time to be a partaker. When you look through other scriptures, a lot of time, the Bible talks about partaking. In Philippians 1 verse 7, what Paul said to them, you are partakers of my grace. There is a grace on your pastor. You must be a partaker. You don't like the message I'm preaching. Yeah. See that in Colossians 1 verse 12, it talks about being partakers of the inheritance. There's a certain inheritance. You must be a partaker of it. Hebrews 6 verse 4. He said, be an, a partaker of the Holy Ghost. Partaker of the anointing. There is an anointing. You must be a partaker of the anointing. You have been tasting for too long. Eh? Eh? It's time to rise up and be a partaker. Instead of just watching people, watching, watching, observing what is happening. Be a partaker. In Peter, he said, be a partaker of the glory. There is a certain glory. You must be a partaker of it. A 
And also the Bible says, be a partaker of his sufferings and his affliction. That one too is there. Why you want to partake of the good things, you don't want to partake of the bad things. We are all together. You become a certain type of person in the household. Hey, are you here? One day Jesus said in Matthew 20, I think throughout the scriptures it's just written. He said, the kingdom of God is like a man that went out to hire laborers. It's a householder which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. I'm telling you the kingdom, every day they are hiring laborers. It has not stopped. It will not stop. Maybe you have not known that laborers are being hired. That's why you are freely sitting down. But the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, laborers are being hired every day. He said, he wakes up early in the morning and he moves out. He's hiring laborers. You come and do this. You come and do that. You come and do this. You come and do that. You come and do this. You come and do that. You do this. And the Bible says he goes out at the third hour to hire more people. He goes out at the sixth hour, at the ninth hour. And the Bible says that even at the eleventh hour, he hasn't stopped. That's why Jesus, even on the cross when he was dying, he still had to turn to see, is there one more person I can save? Is there one more person I can save before I die? Even at the eleventh hour. The Bible says he was surprised to find out that at the 11th hour, there were still people who had not been hired. He said, why are you people standing here idle? And people are standing idle when there's work to be done. Are you here? I've decided to go back. And he said, okay, you two, go. Don't say that there's nothing to be said. You haven't heard that they are calling you to do something. That's what you say. Well, there's nothing to do. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot to be done. And you as a young man, you are the right person to do it. Yeah. Just two chapters after that, he talks about another parable. He just talks about the kingdom. He's just giving us an idea of how the kingdom works. In Matthew 22, he said the kingdom is like a man that was traveling and he gave things, he gave five talents to this one, he gave this to this one, he gave this one. And he told them, Matthew 25, he said, go. And the Bible says that the one that had five, and, and, and I love the way the Bible puts it. It says that, Matthew 25, I think there's 14. He says, he says, and he gave to them according to their several ability. God will not give you more than you can handle. He gives you according to your ability. But everybody has been given something. 
Maybe this one is bigger than that, but everybody has been given something according to your ability. And the Bible says, the five, the one who was given five, used the five. And he made five more. The one who was given two, the talent that he had, his gifts that he had, he used it and he had two more. But the one who was given one said that conclude the work but don't be charged. I, I, I don't think I want to do this work. And he took the thing and he went to hide it. Many of you are hiding your talents, your gifts. There are many great things you can do in the house of God, but you are hiding it. He hid it. He said, no, it's too small. I cannot do anything. And he went to hide it. And he said something. He said, I'm afraid. Fear will cripple you and not allow you to do anything in the kingdom. What has brought us all here? It's not because we are in it, but we have decided that no, we will not allow this thing called fear to put us down. We will arise. 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 He said, what did you do with the talent? He said, I hid it. You hid it. He described it as he went. He said, you are wicked and you are lazy. He went. When you don't arise for the kingdom, that is how God sees you. Wicked and lazy. And the fear. Listen, I will tell you something. The fear all of us have it. You think that we are very strong as Christians. But you see, when you read a scripture that says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind, you will not sit down and allow fear to take over you. You will rise up and move. Bible talks about a man called Gideon. Gideon. <laughs> Gideon. In the Bible, in, in Judges 11. And the Bible says that Gideon, Judges 6, verse 11, the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Now, he was doing something and he was hiding. He was threshing wheat. The guy could do great things, more things, but he has reduced himself to threshing of wheat. <laughs> Is there anybody here you have reduced yourself to something lower than you should be? 
law from today, it has changed in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you that you are moving into a higher realm. You are moving into a higher place in the name of Jesus Christ. He was hiding like many of us. Now I can really identify with him because as I see myself standing here, you know, I, I wasn't like this. Hiding. was there. And many times maybe the things that you have experienced in the past or things that people have said to you, they've told you you can't do anything, you are, you are good for nothing, you are useless, there's nothing good that can come out of you. You've heard all these things. So, let me hide. So he was hiding. Timmy, Thought that there was nothing good about him. But the Bible says that God sent his angel to go to that man, that brother, to change his way of thinking. To let him know that you are not a coward as you think you are. There is something great inside of you. There is something that God has deposited in you to do something great in the kingdom of God. The angel came to change the guy's thinking. Tonight, God has sent me as an angel to change the way you are thinking, to give you a new mindset that there is more you can do than what you are doing. I see many people who are going to raise the dead. I see many people who are going to set captives free. I see many preachers, I see many evangelists, I see many great men of God that God is going to use in this time. You are going to be that person that God is going to use. When you are looking down on yourself, you don't even know that God has a plan for you. And listen, stop looking behind you. I heard somebody once say, if your past is not beautiful, then stop look, look, looking at it. If your past is not beautiful, then stop looking at it. That's all right, good to see you. Are you there? says something that it was not in sync with the, the character of the guy. Because his character is the hiding type. I don't want anybody to see me. I, I, I can't do it. I cannot. But the angel said, Oh, thou mighty man of valor. Oh, I don't know who I'm prophesying to. But you are the next mighty man of valor. You are the next mighty woman of valor. That God is going to use in our time. If you believe you are the one, can I hear your loudest amen? amen. Thou mighty man of valor. 
The guy almost fell down. Are you talking to me? Yes, you are the one. I said, you are the one. I said, you are the one. You are the next kingdom shaker. You are the one taking territories for the kingdom. You are the one reaching out and grabbing souls from hell. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'm the one. Well, he says nobody's valor means spirited, courageous, unshakable, one that can take the bull by the horn, one that can stand in front of a Goliath and say, Who are you? Who who you of circumcised Philistine? Fearless, de defying the children of Israel. Who are you? That is a mighty man of valor. But this guy was not like that. He was a hiding mouse. Beloved, I'm telling you, the way you see yourself is not the way God sees you. The devil has given you another picture of yourself. That is not you. You are a different, you are, you are a different breed. You are a peculiar person. The devil has made you feel you are nobody, you are somebody. I said you are somebody. You are the next anointed pastor. You should hear the way he described himself. He said, me, even my family is the least of all the families in the tribe of Israel. And even in my family, myself too, I am the least. I mean, the guy, no. The way he was seeing himself, it, it was not. But that's not how God sees you. My dear sister, that's not how God sees you. When he looks at you, he sees a, a kingdom shaker. <laughs> He, see, he sees a demon caster. He sees a miracle worker. Oh, am I talking to some miracle workers here? I said, I came here as the angel of the Lord to prophesy to you, thou mighty man of... Walk to seven people, give them a high five and say, thou mighty man of valor, thou mighty woman of valor. Hey, thou mighty woman of valor. Thou mighty woman of valor. Jesus. Makashakatabaya. Gloria Rasatalabano. Make a two di Catodia Catalababa. Mata Catoli Catodia Satalabano. Shame the Catodia Satalabano. Hey. Make it 
Thou mighty man of valor. Thou mighty man of valor. Thou mighty man of valor. Shemaru Salatanda, Keriandori Asuta, Peliaka Tabaya, Pareka Sulekata, Libreka Tudiasa, Depados Tania, Tuliasa Tolobata, Peliaka Tabaya, Pareka Tuliasa, 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 Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, 
You are a mighty man of valor. Mighty for great works. Mighty for great works. Mighty for great works. Pale Kalo Salaba. The next great vessel that God is going to use in the name of Jesus to preach to many, to touch many lives. Maye Katola. Pale Katolia. Pale Katolia Salaba.
I tell you, something is happening. Ashes, watch them. Carry anybody that the spirit is moving on that person. For the spirit bloweth where it listed. We cannot tell where it's coming from or where it's going. But when you hear a noise, the spirit is moving there. Carry them now. shaking uncontrollably anybody crying anybody under the watch carry them to me now watch watch them ashes Something is happening. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it.
sense the spirit of God saying gifts. Spiritual gifts are being given. And the gift in you is being stirred up. Some of you can feel a burning sensation in your stomach, in your stomach. Watch, watch them, watch them. Not less than 10 people. You feel a burning in your stomach. Ashes, watch them. Anybody holding a stomach and shouting and screaming, bring them to me. It's happening. Take it. Take it. The kingdom of God separate violence. And the violent take it. The violent take it. The violent take it. The violent take it. By force. Take it. Take it. says that God told him you are going to fight the Midianites and the Amalekites. Now, these were more, many thousands more than the Israelites. Maybe every one Israelite is to 450 of the enemy. God said, you are going to win this battle. Even the 32,000 people, God said, is too much. These people are too many. I don't want you to go and win and feel that you won by yourself. It is not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. I'm 
you speaking to somebody who said it's not enough what I have is not enough it's not enough God said there's 32,000 there are too many we are going to reduce the number he said look among the people anybody who is fearful anybody who is afraid oh yeah let him go back to me. Tonight that fear is leaving you in the name of Jesus. For God has not given you the spirit of fear but of love and of power of a sound mind. For perfect love casted out fear. May every fear in you leave now in the name of Jesus. Be loose. Be loose from that spirit of fear. From today it is over. 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 We cast out that fear. Loose, go. Go. Loose. Jesus. Loose. Loose. Loose now. Loose. Now. Loose. In the name of Jesus. Loose. From tonight, whatever causes you to be afraid, we bind it loose. Jesus. Yes. Loose. Loose. Now. Now. In the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 Loose. Now. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go now. You foul spirit of fear. Let her go. Let her go. Loose. 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 You are loose from tonight. You are loose from tonight. Yes. Yes. We bind that spirit. We bind that spirit. Go. 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 In the name of Jesus. We break it now. Loose. 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 
something it was just given to somebody here. Take it one, take it two, take it three, receive it. It's yours. Something was deposited here. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Yes, yes, yes. to this one. And the Bible says that when they went to the camp of the Philistines, put it there, Judges 7 and verse 10, he had two people talking. And they were sharing a dream they had. One person was telling the other person a dream they had. And in the dream, in the, he said, I had a dream. man of Israel, for into his hand has God delivered me here. You are sitting down, you are afraid, but God has delivered the thing into your hand. From tonight, may you arise and take the kingdom. May you arise and do what God has called you to do. on the screen. When I say something is there, put it there. That's how you do it. When you see there, have the telling of the dream and interpretation thereof, you just, you return into the hands of God and then you pray. And the Lord has said, come to me. Tell that thing to tell you. I said, I came to tell you. I have come from the presence of the Lord. A thing has been revealed to me and I came to say to you, arise.
That's what the Bible says. Read it for me. He said, come therefore boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help you in time of need. sit before you don't even have confidence in yourself even when you are dressed you still don't have confidence I'm speaking to some ladies here some ladies here confidence and listen sister you are fearfully and wonderfully made ladies here, you don't feel confident, come to me. God has given you something, come. He says, cast not therefore away your confidence. Pray for me. Pray for me. Bring those ladies to me. going to have them in the name of Jesus.
your sight, your smell, your taste, your touch, your hearing. That maybe God has not seen it. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. And we know that the world is Word of God by faith, by faith, by faith. No, they don't come to the saving of the saints. Therefore, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. name will be added at the end of the day. As we talked about this morning, that we are going to be assured things about how to talk about things in different places. He said, time will not permit me to come to you. Now the guy who was hiding today, he said, time will not permit us to talk about it. It will be your testimony. Time will not permit us. Time will not permit us. the same way you came. I am not living here the same way I came. Yes. 
Jesus came so that you can be a partaker of the things of the kingdom. The love of God is not in meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy. That's what you can be. You must be a partaker. Tonight, as every head is bowed or eyes closed, you are here, somebody invited you to church, but you know deep down in your heart you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need to start this journey with Jesus. If you are here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus wherever you are, just lift up your right hand. And I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. You need Jesus in your life. God bless you. I see your hands. Let it go up. Don't be shy. He said in Mark 3, he said, if you are ashamed of me here, I will also be ashamed of you when you arrive before my Father. Lift it up. Let it go high above your head. Tonight is your night of salvation. God bless you. I see many hands lifted. God bless you. Stay with your hands lifted. I want you to move out of your seat wherever you are and come to me. If you mean Jesus is God, stay with your hand lifted. Move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Come to me in front here. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus, my dear. Come to Jesus. Tonight marks a turning point in your life. Come. 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 Tonight is a night of change. Listen. Listen. I am bargaining for your soul. I don't want you to die and go to hell. I cannot be in such a meeting and go to hell.
quickly. We're going to pray. Come quickly. Let's pray before it's too late. Come and join them and let's pray. Tonight, God is giving you a chance. Tomorrow may be too late. After we escape, we should reflect on the things that we know about in our life. And then to express them. Those of you who can't pray, I want you to lift up your two hands as a sign of surrender. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. Mean it from your heart. Naturally, your prayer life has been made easy. But this prayer can be so made easy. Dear Lord Jesus, tonight, can we all join them? Say, Lord Jesus, tonight, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you died. And on the third day, you rose from the grave. Forgive me all my sins. Cleanse my soul with your precious blood. Come into my heart and make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I am yours and you are mine. I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, I just want to do something which is a test of faith that you're going to say that I'm this close and I want to believe that all other things will be added. I've had many times when Receive it all. It's going to happen. You will just be doing mechanics. Even if you are asking God, Father, Father, don't be my way. You will shine to God. Just for the sound to fly close to his ear that he thinks you are listening, you can join the next plane and come back. You'll be there. You will just travel to Germany and then buy a visa. And then you come back. Who am I talking to? Receive it in the name of Jesus. It will happen practically. 
We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522 to speak to Prophet Eddie Fabin. Prophet Fabin would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and YouTube. Follow and subscribe today. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with the prophetic word.